is good, everyone. It is Bobby Daytona. Guys, I am back at it with another episode, and I am unbelievably stoked to be able to share this one with you guys. Hey, guys, what we are going to be reviewing is, one, a critical speech tonality, but then, two, a disruptive speech pattern. So tune in this week, check it out, and let's go. Alright guys, so we are going to be going over two different speech patterns tonight that I think if you use in your life as a speaker, as an influencer, as a communicator, as a salesman, whatever it might be, these two tonalities are going to allow for you to make yourself sound more interesting. And at the end of the day, what it is that we are seeking to accomplish when we speak, at least one of the facets is to be able to create a story around a story. And how do we do that? Well, we create a story around a story by using tonalities, by using different vocal inflections and speech patterns that disrupt the typical way in which people think that cause people to listen a bit more clearly. Or more so, it's being said in such a way that is a bit of mystery and intrigue, and people want to listen because they're trying to get to the bottom of what it is that you have to say. So here are two of them. Guys, I'm actually going to give you one tonality, and then I'm also going to give you guys one speech pattern. So we'll start with the tonality, and it's really, really simple. Guys, if I broke this down, I couldn't make this any more obvious. One plus one, it equals two, right? It's clear as day. Could not make any more sense. Guys, what you have just heard is the tonality of obviousness. Guys, it's so obvious. How obvious? How could you not see it, right? Right, right, right. Obviousness comes across when you speak a bit more slowly, but you're projecting about a bit more from your diaphragm. So once more, when we speak with obviousness, we are going to slow down the way in which we speak a bit more. In the entire time while we're doing this, we are actually going to be projecting a bit louder. So we're going to go from softer to louder. So watch this, guys. When we speak in a really obvious tone, all it is that we are really doing is making it so our points and our words are clearly and easily now, what is important to note with the tonality of obviousness is that if not used correctly, it comes across incredibly condescending. And so what we need to keep in mind is that our goal with obviousness is positive obviousness. And this would be the difference between, say, a positive obviousness versus a neutral obviousness versus a very condescending obviousness. So a positive obviousness goes, right? 
right? But this really is a great deal, right? And typically how you can practice a positive tonality is you say it with a smile. So by the time that you finish that last word, you literally want to be brimming from cheek to cheek, ear to ear, with a huge smile. So that's how you practice positive obviousness. Guys, we are going to be going from speaking softer to speaking sharper, but the entire time we are going to be slowing it down, right? And so the right that you just heard there, that was a combination between, say, a neutral right and a positive right. But a very neutral obviousness could be the following. Look, you've already agreed that this makes perfect sense, right? 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 So with a neutral obviousness, all we're trying to do is make something which is already clearly known to two parties abundantly clear within daylight. Because oftentimes, here's the thing, as human beings, we are incredibly inconsistent in our thoughts. We are incredibly inconsistent in our thoughts and in our actions. So quite literally, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I would probably put all of my money on it that the answer is yes. But say that in your head before you went out on the town for a night. You said, look, I'm not going to have more than two drinks. I'm not going to have more than just one drink, just one. And then you went out and you had three drinks. You had four drinks. You had 10 drinks. And that one thing that you set out in mind with, I'm just saying, hey, just one, just two. So those were your thoughts. And then your actions showed differently. Guys, we use obviousness to be able to connect the fact that certain times, people's actions and their thoughts are incongruent. And when people point these things out to us, it makes us take a step back and kind of realize, wow, I am being inconsistent. And because I'm being inconsistent, I don't feel good about it. And then if we go into a version of negative obviousness, which comes into the point, which really sounds condescending, it would sound a bit like this. Right. Right? Okay, neither one of those was too well done. But the idea with negative obviousness is that you're just trying to make someone sound dumb. Condescending obviousness is used in a way which the person who's on the other side of the table, they feel dumb. And the honest to gosh truth is, guys, is when you make someone else feel small, you might win that small battle but you're not gonna win the war because at the end of the day, that person will have just lost respect. And the thing about respect is that it's blown in a moment, but it takes a lifetime to gain. It's blown in a moment, but it takes a lifetime to gain. So guys, that is the tonality of obviousness. And I honestly don't know if I can make it any more clear. But if you guys want to talk about it, drop me a line. I'll be glad to talk with you guys. Um, the second one here is actually a speech pattern. And so what it is that we're doing with speech patterns are trying to create different disruptive behaviors of speaking that quite literally confuse the mind of the person who's listening 
not in the sense that they don't understand the words in which we're saying, but we're speaking in such a sense that they're trying to follow what it is that we're saying and they're more in tune to listening to us because we're keeping them guessing. That's what a disruptive speech pattern sounds like in a sense. And I know that that wasn't perfectly executed. It's still a long way to go. But this is an incredibly easy one. And it's called a series of upticks. So what is it that we are doing with a series of upticks? Well, as the name would suggest, we have a series of three. And over the series of three, we are going to have an uptick in our vocal inflection. So check it out. This might be, this is, my, this is what it could sound like. Look, I have a dog and my dog's name is George. And George has brown hair and I love his brown hair. And the best thing about my dog George with brown hair is that he's got a big old pink tongue. And every time it's summertime, you know, he's just sweating. Okay, that, <laughs> the fact that those were the words that came to my mouth, I have no clue what's going on in my head sometimes. But let's try this one more time. And I'll make it more relevant towards, say, sound. So I'll make this relevant towards what I actually do on my day-to-day -day basis. So what it is that you're going to be looking at here is a product known as seal coat. And what the seal coat product does is it locks in the oils and the fines within your asphalt. And why this is so great for you is that this quite literally adds two to three years worth of lifespan into your asphalt. So tell me, is that something that might be interesting for you? So I hope that I made that clear when I was speaking, but quite literally, think about this as moving up levels. And we are going to start low, we're gonna get a bit higher, and then we're even gonna get a bit more high than that. So we're gonna be a bit higher than that. And honestly, guys, the most effective way to do this is to really start low. Because at the very end, if you end up way up here, it's too high. That is just way too high. The goal with a series of upticks is to have a gradual progression. It's a gradual progression which is seen and heard and felt, but it isn't entirely obvious because people are registering on a subconscious level that something is kind of going on here, but they're not quite so sure about it because they're not thinking about that on the conscious level. And so, quite literally, when you're using a series of upticks, the goal of what it is that, is that we're doing is to speak in such a way that people are interested because the words that are coming across simply are disruptive to the normal way in which they listen. Does that make sense? So guys, those were two quick ones for you. I hope that you enjoyed them again. We have obviousness as a tonality, and we have a series of upticks as a speech pattern. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sure that we'll be talking again, and take it easy, guys.